Hi, I'm Eric Jones, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. The nation of Israel had a bad habit. Well, actually, if you read their history in the Old Testament, they had a lot of bad habits. But we're going to focus on one particular bad habit in this episode. That bad habit, in fact, we could add emphasis to say it was a terrible, horrible, incredibly destructive habit that the Israelites had was syncretism. You may or may not be familiar with that word. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines that as, quote, the combination of different forms of belief or practice, end of quote. In other words, if I take a few traditions from one religion and adopt them into the practices of another religion, I've syncretized the two religions. God expressly warned his people not to practice religious syncretism. In today's verse, we're going to see one of those sections where he not only warned against religious syncretism, but actually forbid it. Let's read that in Deuteronomy 12, verses 29 through 32. Verse 29, When the Lord your God cuts off from before you the nations which you go to dispossess, and you displace them and dwell in their land, take heed to yourself that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you, and that you do not inquire after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? I also will do likewise. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, for every abomination to the Lord which he hates they have done to their gods, for they burn even their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it nor take away from it. In those four verses, God very directly, in the plainest language as he could have possibly used, forbid them from adopting pagan ways into their worship of him. Notice, in this command, he wasn't addressing the issue of them leaving God and joining themselves to those religions, completely forsaking him and becoming one of them. Obviously, he didn't want them doing that. That wasn't his focus here, though. In these verses, his focus was on the issue of them looking at the religions around them, being attracted to some of their practices, and then mixing it in with their worship of him. In other words, syncretism. In verse 31, he gave one of the most extreme examples of pagan worship, which was child sacrifice, and used that to illustrate how far astray those religious ideas could take people. He was warning that if Israel went down that path, even the detestable idea of sacrificing children to supposedly please God could be a temptation to them. Sadly, the rest of the Old Testament shows Israel ignored this warning and did stray into amalgamating pagan practices with their worship of the true God. Throughout their history, they often tended to stray into using idols or images in their worship or setting up altars on high places, becoming convinced of the pagan logic that somehow worshiping on a high location meant God could hear you better and was more likely to answer. Because they ignored these commands, they went into captivity. But some listening to this may think, well, all that's interesting, but that is largely ancient history. How does this apply to me? After all, religious syncretism isn't really an issue in Christianity today, right? Or is it? Actually, the popular forms of Christianity we see all around us are filled with syncretism. It doesn't take deep historical research to discover that many of the most common practices in modern Christianity have their roots not in the Bible, but in ancient pagan practices. 
All this goes back to religious leaders of the past not heeding the warning of Deuteronomy 12. Nearly all of the popular holidays of Christianity today derived from pre-Christian pagan celebrations. That includes holidays, very popular holidays, like St. Patrick's Day, Easter, and yes, even Christmas Day. Even Sunday as the weekly day of worship is another example of religious syncretism. Sunday was, in previous times, dedicated to the sun god, sun, day, but was later syncretized into Christianity to worship the son of God. And if this was a longer podcast, we could discuss many other examples of syncretism in modern Christianity. So what is the takeaway of all this? Well, simply put, apply the instruction of Deuteronomy 12 to your life. Examine your religion for syncretism. Do you practice things that are absent from the Bible, but rooted in ancient paganism? If so, the implications of God saying, you shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, should be read very seriously and taken to heart, not as a condemnation, but as an exhortation to change. If we look at our religious practices and find elements of paganism there, the proper reaction is to make changes, remove those things, and go to God's word to discover how he says he wants to be worshipped. That's how we apply God's words in Deuteronomy 12, verse 32. Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it nor take away from it. So, in other words, find out what God says to do, do it, and don't add to it or subtract from it. Worshiping God in spirit and truth, as Jesus instructed us to do, is really that simple. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.